If you've seen HDTV, you definitely want HDTV. But will a large new flat-screen television fit into the footprint your old tube occupies? And how will that high-def change the way you light the room? Read our easy tips to design a media room when you hit moneypit.com. Just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Reach out and touch the experts. That's us. <laughs> well, call us at 1 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974, because we are here to help you get those home improvement projects done to solve the do it yourself dilemmas. You know, most of the folks that are listening to this show fit into two categories, Leslie. They're either do it yourselfers or direct it yourselfers. But by listening to the show, we promise to prevent you from becoming a do it to yourselfer. <laughs> by screwing up those home improvement projects. So call us first. Is your first word of advice, read the directions? That's right. Read the directions. The number is one eight 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 money pit 888-666-3974, because we have a lot in store for you today. Uh, first up, are you getting tired of the cabinets in your kitchen or your bathroom? Well, you don't have to rip them out to get an entire new look. We're going to have some easy fixes that can completely change the look of your room. And these are fixes that can be done in one single single day, sort of easy, low cost, low maintenance, low stress makeovers for your kitchen or your bathroom. And also this hour, when you're thinking about things for your home, do you think, hey, I want a green home? Or do you think I want a healthy home? Well, if you like those two ideas, they're not necessarily interchangeable. We're going to tell you what's truly green as opposed to what's considered healthy. That's all coming up in a few minutes. Right about now, you're also probably sick and tired of that electric bill because cooling costs are really, really driving that bill through the roof. So we're going to have some tips this hour that will help bring that bill back down to earth. And also this hour, we're giving away a great prize. It's the Eureka Capture Plus vacuum. It's worth $169. It's got a ton of really cool features, and it is going to make your vacuuming chore so super fun. But you got to be in it to win it. So call us now at one eight 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 Money Pit. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. We will draw one name out of the Money Pit hard hat at the end of today's program and present that lucky listener the Eureka Capture Plus, worth 169 bucks. Another number to remember, one eight 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 money pit Leslie, who's first? How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I bet Robert in Iowa knows the answer since you've got them all over your yard. <laughs> How can we help you, Robert? Hi, Tom and Leslie. Appreciate the show. I have woodchucks, and they're um, causing problems with my retaining walls. Okay. Do you have any suggestions on how to get rid of them? Yeah, there's actually a couple of things you can do. It depends on how aggressive you want to be and kind of how mean you want to be to the animals as well. (laughs) Um, Some of the more natural ways are Epsom salts. You can actually sprinkle Epsom salts sort of around the garden, wherever you see them, where you know they're coming in, or, or even just around the whole yard itself. The good thing is they hate the smell of it. As it rains, the Epsom salts actually help your garden, so you might actually see it grow a little bit better, but you do need to replace it over time but they hate that smell so that keeps them away 
another scent sort of, I guess, uh, inhibitor for them that they don't want to be around is if you soak rags in ammonia and put them around your property. They hate the smell. They'll stay away. But again, you're going to have to replace that every so often because the scent's going to wear away. There's a commercial product that's called ShakeAway that is available online at Woodcheck woodchuck <laughs> you can't say it i, yeah, I can't <laughs> at woodcheck <laughs> woodchuckrepellent.com uh 15 bucks uh and it's an organic product and it will keep woodchucks away so there's a product that you may uh want to give a shot certainly worth a 15 dollar investment see how well it works you for can you. also if you know if you're finding that you're just fed up and nothing is working you can do chicken wire fencing around the property as well but you have to make sure that you bury one foot of that chicken wire fencing below ground and that one foot you want to tilt it at an angle away from your garden for some reason they can't burrow around that either but you know it's like it's going to take upkeep you're going to have to work at this they seem to like your yard yeah well you know i didn't have a problem when it set on the retaining wall and teased the neighbor's dogs <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cute back then right yeah and it's really neat watching them eat like an orange or an apple They'll clean the peel off without even breaking the peel. But when they start causing my retaining walls to collapse, you know, that's a bit much. Well, you know, one of the things that, one of, one of the things that you could do is also just get a couple of have-a-heart traps. Are you familiar with those? Yeah. That will trap it alive, and then you're just going to have to take them off into the woods somewhere and let them go. My luck, they'll find their way back. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have GPS systems. <laughs> Robert, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Thanks. All right, home improvement fans, now is the perfect time of year to start thinking about the autumn. There are a ton of things that you can do to your house now to help you be much more energy efficient as the cool air arrives. So call us right now with your home repair, your home improvement question, anytime you feel like. If it's right now or if it's in the middle of the night, we are available at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, you are sick and tired of looking at those kitchen and bathroom cabinets. We know it. We know it. You're bored. You're looking for a change. We've got a tip that will help you change their look for just a few dollars in just a few minutes. That's next. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air, or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. 
To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s style bungalow because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now at 1-888-MONEY-PIT because we usually give you the answer to your home improvement project and the tools to get the job done. But today... Today only, we're going to give you the tools to clean up from that big stinking mess that you made with your home improvement project because we've got this cool vacuum from Eureka to give away. It's the Eureka Capture Plus. It's worth 169 bucks. It's got uh, all the cleaning attachments to make it easy to reach those hard-to-reach places. Plus, it has a sealed HEPA filter. I like that because that means it won't be spewing that dust out the back and making you cough and choke on it. So you can fix up your house and clean up after that mess all at the same time by picking up the phone and calling us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We're going to give that vacuum to one caller in today's program. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. All right. Well, knobs, pulls, handles, whatever you call them, let's call them a fun, inexpensive way to add new life to old cabinets and furniture. There are literally thousands of shapes, styles, and sizes. So don't be afraid to mix and match with this easy, hands-on, one-day project to completely update the look of your kitchen. You know, it really works. We changed all the hardware in our kitchen, and when the family came over, they knew that it was improved. They just couldn't figure out what we did. (laughs) They couldn't tell why. They couldn't tell. They couldn't tell. So it really does work. It's not expensive, and uh, there's lots of options out there. Well, and there's a lot of interesting choices. You can go to an architectural salvage shop and get something that's historically accurate to your home. You can go to a trendy little store like an anthropology. They sell really beautiful items there. You can look online. There are so many resources. So in the anthropology store, can you get bone handles? Um, you know, they have bone. <laughs> You're so funny. They have bone ones. They have um, crystal, all sorts of interesting looking ones. Their prices are a little bit on the higher end, but they're truly unique finds. So you never know. Keep your eyes open. You might find the right thing for your exact project. Could you just save your steak bones and use those? <laughs> that would be gross. one money pit 888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? All right, calling in. We've got Grace from North Dakota who listens in on WDAY, and everybody loves to drink water except when yours is stinky. Grace, what's going on? I do have a sulfur smell to it when it comes out of the faucet. Is it just the cold or is it the hot or both? It seems to be both. I couldn't, cannot be, distinguish which it is. But if I let it sit on the counter for a while or my ice does not smell and I let it sit on the counter for a while, it doesn't smell, I run it through a Beretta uh, filter mm-hmm. right. for my drinking. 
Grace, when you uh, turn this faucet on, does it only smell at the sort of initially, or is it always the same? No, different. No, it's always the same smell, okay. but sometimes it well, doesn't. Have you had the water tested, Grace? Yes, I have gone to my uh, health department and had the water tested. And okay. Okay, so then fine. the only issue here is really the odor, and that could be uh, that could be solved with a charcoal filtering system. Now, the filtering system can be put on at the point where the water comes into the house, and it's going to be activated charcoal, a large tank, that will run the water through the charcoal, and that will deal with the odor issue. Or another option is you could put on the charcoal filter right at the kitchen sink, for example, if you if it really bothers you there, but perhaps not as much in the bathrooms. Yes. Um, now, the charcoal filters are available from tap size, like attaching to the end of the faucet. I don't so much recommend those. I would use a, a larger one that's uh, that, that would fit underneath the uh, kitchen cabinet, or better yet, have one put in right to the well system where the water line comes into the house, and that will cover everything. Now, Grace, have you had any work done recently to the plumbing around this sink or near this fixture? Uh, no. No, okay, because sometimes well, Tom talks about a putty that can be kind of stinky also. No, I think that was that would be a drain issue, but uh, this is all the time, then it's probably uh, the well itself that has the water that's not pleasant. And that, again, can be fixed with a charcoal filter. Grace, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Alan, Utah is doing one of the most popular home improvement projects, remodeling the kitchen. What can we help you with? Well, I need help with my appliances. I'm putting in a gas stove and a new dishwasher and a microwave. And I know you can go very high-end on these appliances. What I'm looking for is the biggest bang for my buck and what I should watch out for on purchasing these appliances. I wonder if you can help me with that. The very first thing that you should be looking for, your your basic level of qualification for whether or not you want to buy the appliance or not, is whether it's Energy Star rated. Because that's going to have a terrific return on investment. It's going to make sure that the appliance is running as efficiently as possible. Beyond that, it becomes a very much a personal choice in terms of what you're looking for. Consumer Reports has an issue. It's on stands now, I believe. And it talks about all of the types of appliances and what you should be looking for and brands that are attention-starved, or should I say ones that need repairs a lot. And they go over okay. specifically, you know, if you're looking at a range, these are the things you should look for. This is a great brand, and this is why. And these are ones, you know, that have all the bells and whistles, but really aren't worth it because maybe it needs repairs more often. It's very helpful because the folks at Consumer Reports, you know, are independent. They test everything. They completely are unbiased, and they're doing this for you. You know, they really give you the lowdown on what's what with each brand, especially when it comes to a specific appliance and when you're looking to I guess look for a suite of appliances you know maybe you want everything to be stainless so you're thinking oh I'm going to buy all the same brand you know one brand may do an oven really well but not a dishwasher and because all of the major brands are you know they kind of copy from one another so you're going to get similar looks across the board from many of the manufacturers you know buy the manufacturer that makes the best product that they can you know regardless of if it's one for the dishwasher and something else for the oven, as long as they're the best at what they do for that specific job, you just want to get it. Right. Absolutely. Well, I was surprised, like on gas stove, what, you know, on the stoves, how how expensive a stove will be. I just nearly cried when I saw some of them prices. There's a lot of good models under 1000 bucks. In fact, um, GE Profile, they have an 
excellent pro looking range and oven combo the whole thing is fantastic it's under a thousand bucks there's convection there's a lot of different options and that's a wonderful product have you guys heard anything my wife is wanting to go with white and i want to go with black she says the white uh, shows up less dirt have you guys heard either way on that or is that just a preference as well well, it is a preference, but I think I think black does probably show more dirt mm-hmm. than white. Black we, shows fingerprints like the second after you yeah. clean it. We've got white everything and uh, and three young kids, and I got to tell you, I'm glad we do have white. Okay, well that that's helped out immensely because I sort of like the black look of it. So sounds to me like I'm going to be going white on the appliances then. Good deal. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. And Al can't go wrong remodeling a kitchen, one of the best returns on investments you can get. Linda in Maryland listens in on WJFK, and you've got a decking question. How can we help you? Hi. um, I wanted to know how I should maintain uh, my Brazilian cherry deck. Is it a brand new deck? Is there anything on it? What's going on with it? Uh, it's about three years old. Uh, there was a stain put on originally, and uh, it did not work out so well. And I'm looking for a new sealant or a new stain or oil. And also, I had heard there may be a problem power washing it before I stain it. Is the stain that's on there now, is it sort of worn away in some places? Like, do you think you need to strip it down to get a fresh start, or is that where you yeah. think you are with yeah. it? It's pretty, it's, uh, the stain is basically gone now. There are just little spots of stain left. So I have to do something completely new. Okay. Well, if you can, try with a pressure washer, you know, to try to get rid of the last remaining bits of stain. If that's not budging, there's a couple of products you can use. You want to, unfortunately, use a chemical stripper. And you want to make sure you get all of that stain off of it. And the reason why you want to get that stain off is you really want to get down to as raw or fresh of a wood surface so that whatever you put on top is going to adhere very, very well. And since you're decking the Brazilian chair is only three years old, you shouldn't have any problem with how the graining looks, how the actual decking pieces themselves are integrity-wise. They should look great. So you should be able to put something clear on there to really showcase the beauty of the lumber itself. So for stripping, you want to use something, and Flood makes a lot of great products. First, you want to use their Stain Strip Exterior Stain Stripper. It's going to strip all stains, all finishes. You want to follow the directions. Make sure you wear protective gear let it do its job and clean everything off. Then let it dry very, very well once you've washed everything away. And then what you can use also from Flood is the CWF Ultralast Premium Natural Finish. And this is made specifically for exotic hardwoods, for for lumber types that are specifically very difficult to have stains penetrate into them. So you want to make sure you use something that's really made for the exotic so it'll saturate and seal and really stabilize the wood to minimize cracking and warping and even damage from moisture and the sun. If you do that, you should be great. And the Ultralast Premium Natural Finish comes in a couple of different color options, which are all natural. It'll really let the lumber itself show how beautiful it is. And if you do that, you shouldn't have to do anything for five years. And Linda, you mentioned about the cautionary advice you got with regard to pressure washing. That is spot on because Pressure washing, if it's done improperly, can can really damage a wood deck. So I would use pressure washing only in the lightest possible sense as you're doing your cleanup 
to get ready for the staining procedure. I would not use too much pressure because wood is very soft. It's going to really eat away some of that surface of the wood uh, boards that you have. So even though you have hardwood, the pressure washer will definitely damage it if you don't use it very, very carefully. So use the wide spray. The same one you use, for example, when you're cleaning a car with a pressure washer. It's great for putting on a lot of water and a reasonably uh, good pressure for cleaning, but not one that's going to damage the wood. Linda, thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. The number is 1-888-666-3974. Leslie, who's next? Ooh, just thinking about our next caller's situation has given me the willies. Jerry in <laughs> California, welcome. You've got bats in the garage. Yes, in the belfry, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tell you, I'm always afraid that they are going to get stuck in my hair. That is what everybody says. And we actually had one almost attack my sister. It really wasn't attacking. It was just sort of getting away from her because she opened up its sleeping habitat, which was our umbrella. And I laughed and laughed, but secretly was like, thank goodness that wasn't, wasn't me. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, um, what kind of a problem is it? How bad is it? Well, it's pretty bad. It's an older structure okay. that had been converted into a barn from some kind of farm building. Mm -hmm. It has open uh, soffits with the screen. I've plugged up holes. I've I've plugged up woodpecker holes. They get into the walls. They're up in the the uh, rafters. And I've counted on hot days when they come out. I've counted as many as forty just hanging up. Wow! There. They don't really hang. They cling to the wood. But the the worst part is the droppings. Yes, and they can be very very unhealthy. Um, you don't want to be exposed to that. You've got to get this cleaned up. I want to recommend an excellent website to you, Jerry. It's called BatCon.org. It's the Bat Conservation International website. Fabulous website with all of the tips, all of the techniques that you need to know to keep those bats outside. They give you a lot of uh, drawings and instructions on how to construction videos, how to construct bat doors and how to seal and deter bats from getting into the house. So it's batcon, B-A-T-C-O-N dot org. And I think you'll find all your answers right there. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. And when it comes time to get your electric bill, do you have to hide from the mailman? <laughs> well, I mean, this summer, I, I, I have to say, I opened up an electric bill and a water bill very slowly. And you fell on the floor? This, this month. <laughs> Well, actually, we had um, our sprinkler system set incorrectly. See, even we make mistakes in home improvement. And I discovered it was running exactly twice as much as it should. Oh. And so my bill was exactly twice as high as, as it, it was the month isn't. before. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, there are things, though, that you can do to reduce the cost of that electric bill. And we're going to give you some tips on how to do that and keep cool at the same time next. You live in a money pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we make good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And right about now, I know I am, you guys have got to be fed up with your energy bills. You know, cooling your home all summer long is very, very costly. And one way to save money is why not think about an upgrade to a more energy efficient system? Something you want to think about before another cooling season and money spending season rolls around. Absolutely. And now is the time to think about it. Definitely 
definitely not at the beginning of the next season. Get it done now while the getting's good. With us to give you some ideas on what you should be looking for if you're going to buy a new cooling system is Emmy award-winning reporter Mark Silverstein, and he is the crusty but lovable <laughs> Mark from the Food <laughs> Network. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, how are you? <laughs> Hi, Tom. Hi, Leslie. Thanks for having me here. All right, so about now we've been we've been paying pretty high AC bills, and um, our AC's been chugging along. You know, maybe it failed this summer, maybe it didn't, but if it's getting to be, you know, in that, say, 12 to 15-year-old range, there's a lot of improvement that could be sought from buying a new unit, but where do you begin? Well, here's here's one place you begin. Let me, let me start with, I mean, we're talking about being cool. Let me talk, talk about a little couples therapy here. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, the, the answer to the question is 78 degrees. That's impossible. That's too hot. Oh, my goodness. No, it's you not see, too hot. Women normally want it hot. I, we have a battle in my house between my wife and I. She's always making it warmer. I'm always making it cooler. It's a metabolic thing. But it's not the heat. It's the humidity. <laughs> you, know, you pull the, the, the moisture out of the air, 78 is quite comfortable. Absolutely. And that's, that's the most efficient place, the temperature, to set your room air conditioner on. All right, so that's the goal. Yes, that is the goal. If you, yeah. and, and just so you know, Tom, women always win. So if we're going to buy a new unit, though, what do we want to look for? For a lot of people, it's an impulse buy. Right. Uh, about a quarter of the sales are spontaneous. It may have to do with the well. This is a perfect time of year to go because now it's, we're past the peak of summer. The stores are going to be discounting, so you start looking for th- for for good bargains. That's first and foremost. Shop right. around a little bit. Uh, if you replace a ten-year-old unit, you could save about twenty-five dollars a year on your energy bill. Uh, average energy consumption uh, per unit it's, has decreased about twenty percent since 1990. So you're going to be thinking, all right, how big, the first question, how big of a unit do I need? Now this, gets, once again, gets back to that, gets mail free. I'm going to walk into a store and I'm going to say, oh, give me the one with the, the biggest the one most, you got. Give me the biggest one in the store, right? Right. Right? With the most BTUs. That's not the way to go because okay. it'll cool off the room very quickly, but as you said. And that'll be clammy and uncomfortable and that'll lead to another big spousal Incident. I mean, obviously, you're gonna you're gonna so you go into the store. You look for the uh, the Energy Star that's on there. That that's a special designation. That means it's at least ten percent more efficient than one without an Energy Star. Right. Maybe you want some nice uh, features on it. You want uh, what maybe washable filters. So you have to you have to clean those filters out every ninety days or so. You want it to work well, and you want you want uh, the filters so it's easy to take care of. You just drop them in the washer. They have these new these room air conditioners. They and they now have all sorts of new features like uh, expandable side panels and remote. So I like the remote control mm-hmm. because then it turns on and off when I want it to, or I can set it to so I can keep my cost lower. And you don't have to get up from the easy chair while you're watching a game, right? But the other thing to do is you got to figure out the right size for the room that you're that you're going to put it in. So how do you even go about figuring it out? Is there a formula? Do you go by square footage of the room? What do you do? Perfect. I got I, I got a website for you. All right. It's www.cooloff.org. Cooloff.org. There's a cooling calculator there. Okay. That figures all this out for you. All Great. right. So, so it's going to ask information you a bunch of questions. That... You're going to need about five minutes, and it's going to ask you about how many windows are in the room, and and how 
big the walls are, the length and the height of the walls. You're going to have to measure your walls. Yeah, I think many people don't understand that uh, <clears throat> there is quite a bit to know before figuring out the size because you're basically doing uh, what these calculators do is give you the ability to do a heat loss calculation. Exactly. And that's how you determine uh, the amount of BTUs you need to purchase uh, in an air conditioner. I did one of these um, not too long ago for a friend of mine that had an office in the city, and it was a 600-square-foot office. And you would think a small space like that needs, uh, you know, I don't know, 5,000, 7,500 BTU. No, it was like 24,000 because it had a whole wall of south-facing glass, and that just threw the numbers basically off the chart. Exactly right. I mean, if you're, if you're facing the sun, it's, it's going to make a big difference. All right, so the, the bottom line is it's a good time to think about buying a new air conditioner. If you're going to buy one, you want to make sure you get one that is the right size, and you want to take a look at the new features and the new energy efficiency. And if you want to figure that out, it's all at uh, the website cooloff.org, which I see is run by the Association of Home Appliance Manufacturers. Nice to see that the manufacturers are, are banding together to help give us the information that we need to be a smarter consumer of cooling appliances. Mark Silverstein, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you, Tom and Leslie. For more cooling info, you can visit cooloff.org, cooloff.org. All right. Well, when you're thinking about your house, would you categorize it as both healthy and green? Not always, because mold is green, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, aside from mold, the terms healthy and green really aren't interchangeable. Both might help you with your energy bills, but a home that is only healthy might not be doing much for the environment. We're going to tell you why and what you can do to keep your house both healthy and green next. 888-MONEY-PIT Table saw. 18 volt drill driver. 8 piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s-style bungalow, because there's pink paint in the back and... Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. 
available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. It's a great hour. It's a great idea. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where work and fun meet. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us right now with your home improvement project. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. A great reason to pick up that phone is that one caller we talked to this hour is going to win the Eureka Capture Plus. It's a vacuum that's worth $169. Going to go at random to one caller to one eight 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 Money Pit. You must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. It's got several features that will help you clean hard-to-reach places, like uh, this feature called the Edge Cleaner. It will grab dirt within millimeters of baseboard edges. Oh, I love that. You like that? The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. All right. You can call us. You can ask us anything you want. Maybe you're thinking about ways to make your home more environmentally friendly or green. And when some people think about green homes, they instantly think of healthy homes. But did you realize that these terms can mean very, very different things? According to a group called Sustainable Architecture, Building and Culture, green and healthy homes do share some similarities, including being made or remodeled with generally non-toxic building materials. But for your home to be truly green, it must have at least a few very special features, one of which is the use of building materials that are made from renewable resources sources or even recycled items. You know, another is to uh, make sure your house is energy efficient. This can be done by installing appliances powered by renewable resources like solar heating for air and water. You can also have a green home if you make sure you prevent air leaks around windows and door frames so that you're not wasting a lot of energy, be it energy that you've used to cool the house or energy that you've used to heat the house. A good way to do that is to make sure that you seal gaps around the windows and doors with a self-adhered flashing. For example, Grace Vicor Plus. It's a stretchy, high-tech flashing material that works really well to prevent not only water from getting in around the windows and doors, but also air leaks. So that's a good thing to make sure that you do correctly. Flashing around those windows and doors will really keep the air from moving through that wall and costing you more in cooling costs as well as more in heating costs. If you want more information on how to incorporate technologies like this into your home, you can log on to Grace's website at graceathome.com. That's graceathome.com. Or call us right now at one eight 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 money pit Let's get back to the phones. Leslie, who's next? Mike in Florida, welcome to the Money Pit. What can we do for you? Well, I've got some questions about uh, earth-covered homes. Okay. And uh, several, but in in general, I don't know how much uh, how many questions you want me to ask. But in general, <laughs> well, let's start is, with why are you considering an earth-covered home? Well, we're going to move to eventually. We have an eighty-acre family farm in Oklahoma. All right. And so we thought, for one, tornado protection. Okay. And True. And for two, uh, utility savings. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, we've lived in conventional homes all of our lives and are yeah. kind of interested in it. And that's the biggest reason, because you can get a good, well-insulated home and you can get one that stands up to tornadoes by uh, using conventional construction. But if you just are interested in it because it's going to be a unique, unusual home, then that's terrific. I mean, the earth is a good insulator, and I have seen some earth homes, and they are very attractive. It's always interesting to be able to mow your roof, you know? I mean, <laughs> that's just something you can't do every day. 
Something, or you could have goats, I guess. I guess you could. <laughs> That's right. I guess you could. Now, what's your question? Is there any, uh, like, can it be built? Is, is Oklahoma a fairly decent place to do it? I know that in Florida I was told that it was, you know, the water level was too close to the ground surface uh, to do it here, and at least where we're at. And, uh, and that was my question. And, you know, the land in Oklahoma is pretty flat. I guess that would probably make it easier. Uh, uh, you know, we just... Some general construction questions. You know, Mike, earth uh, homes are very, very popular in Texas, so I see no reason why they wouldn't work well in Oklahoma. There's actually several types of earth buildings, though, that you might want to consider. There's rammed earth. There's poured earth, which is similar to uh, concrete homes. And then there's earth bag. There's a good website that will give you a good overview of of earth homes and earth building techniques. And it's called greenhomebuilding.com, greenhomebuilding.com. That would probably be a good place for you to start uh, investigating this. And, uh, you know, I I certainly congratulate you on uh, wanting to do something that's environmentally responsible. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Next up, we've got Lisa, who's looking to move or improve. How can we help? Yes. So we would like to move. Um, We have to move. We're kind of growing out of our space. And we can build over. We have a den that we can easily build over and add another three bedrooms and a master master bedroom. But we have been hearing from different people that do not do construction because okay. <laughs> construction is a big pain, and it's just like a never-ending money pit. Yeah. So I just wanted a recommendation on that. Like, do you recommend construction and dealing with all the hassle on the never-ending you know, money that comes out of that, or just to pick up and move and buy a bigger house? Well, it never, it doesn't really have to be that much of a hassle if you do it correctly. Now, if you're talking about the project of that size, it, it sounds like, I mean, adding a number of bedrooms in a master suite sounds like a fabulous uh, home improvement project to do because that's definitely going to add some value. And assuming that you're not overbuilding the home for the neighborhood, um, then what we would do is tell you to first off hire an architect to design this for you and develop a set of specifications. Those specifications is what should be put out to the contractors to bid on because the architect should not only design the specs, but also should be hired to supervise the construction for you and do some periodic inspections. Get the Get the skills of an experienced pro like that to help you shepherd this through. A lot of the construction delays come from simply having poor management. Too many folks try to manage major construction projects like this and are just not familiar with it. But I think it's definitely worth hiring somebody to do that. An architect is the guy that can do it. Right. Yeah, no, we definitely would hire an architect. But I've just, I feel like people have been telling us that it ends up costing less money in the long run. Well, there's a lot of factors involved there because it also depends on, I mean, there's there's hidden costs from moving that you Mm -hmm. have to consider. Plus, also, in this crazy real estate market that's been going on right now, you might, in a few years, get way more money for your house, especially with an added bedroom, rather than selling now and not getting the best price, and then you're sort of stuck, and what are you going to buy, you know? 
is it going to work out in a way? You know, I've got the um, 2006 cost versus value report here. And in New York, if you do a master suite edition or a bedroom edition, if you go mid-range, you are looking at, oh gosh, I just lost it, 84.5% recouped. If you go upscale, 83.4. So it's a good investment. You're going to make that money back, you know, almost fully. And you've got that space customized and you don't have the hassle of moving. Yeah, do you like the neighborhood? You know, it, it's it's probably worth doing the improvement. I wouldn't run away only because it's difficult. People do successful home improvement projects all the time. It just requires good planning and good execution. And if it's not something you're familiar with, hire some pros to help you get the job done. Lots of great calls this hour, but coming up after the break, we're going to have some great emails. In fact, up next, restoring wood molding with years of paint buildup to its original beauty. We're going to help one emailer with that, so stick around. You live in a money pit. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And Tom and I are here to help you with all of your do-it-yourself dilemmas, any of your home improvement headaches, and even those projects that just started and maybe they didn't go exactly like you thought. We're like a home improvement aspirin. (laughs) Exactly. Or a home improvement band-aid, if you will. <laughs> you can call us anytime at one eight 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 Money Pit. Operators are standing by at all times. You can also go to moneypit.com and check out our new project finder. You can click on any topic and find anything and everything we have ever written about just about any topic, all at your fingertips. You can also, while you're there, click on Ask Tom and Leslie. And if you don't feel like picking up the phone, you can email us your question. And that's what Peter did from Brooklyn, New York. He says, we just purchased an apartment. The plaster walls and wood moldings in the bedroom have many layers of paint on them, which is cracking and peeling in lots of places. Should I use a paint stripper on the moldings? They're so covered with paint that they have a clumpy look. Clumpy look. That can't be good. Yeah, that dreaded looks terrible. Clumpy look. Or to be cheaper and easier in the long run to simply remove the old moldings and put in new ones. You know what I'm thinking um, here right away? An old uh, apartment in, in Brooklyn, lead paint. Mm-hmm. Oh, and true. If, and if you start stripping out all that clumpy molding uh, paint that's on that molding, um, you may have a, a lead paint situation. And you know what? He did say we in the email, which makes me believe that he's got a family. You know, a lot of young couples are moving out to Brooklyn with small kids. And lead paint in the house is really a dangerous situation. You know, plus, stripping paint is just really hard work. So in this situation... And you're going to have to take the molding off the wall to strip it in the first place. Right. So I think it's probably easier just to replace it. You know, especially if you're handy, Peter, and you can uh, cut and install molding. You know, you can't really go too far wrong uh, doing trim work. It's not structural. It's cosmetic. And uh, it will be a lot easier to replace that molding. You know, it's going to cost a few more dollars than it would cost you to buy all that paint stripper. But I think it will come out great. So I would definitely um, go for that. Yeah, and you know what, Peter? If you're not that confident with your miter cuts, you can do two straight joints into a corner, just butt them right up against one another. And then they sell these little post caps that sort of fit overneath and over an inset corner or an exterior corner that'll make it look like an extra decorative detail and you don't have to miter a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, those plith blocks that go at the bottom of molding at the top of the mm-hmm. corners, very nice. Look good, very ornate, attractive, and again, no miters to worry about. Yeah, and they could be very appropriate to your brownstone apartment's history. You know, in Brooklyn, lots of nice old apartments with beautiful details. 
Well, you know, we all know it's been a very, very warm summer out there, and the thought of going up into your attic might not seem like a good idea, unless, of course, you want a natural sauna. (laughs) But adding attic insulation is always a good idea, and doing that now can actually help you save money in the fall and winter. Leslie's got the lowdown in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Yeah, that's right, Tom. In fact, just like your body... You know, your body loses its heat through your head. Your home actually loses its heat through the attic. So we're very similar here, us to our homes. In fact, the folks at the EPA's Energy Star program recommend at least 12 inches or R38 insulation for most homes. And homes in colder climates should have around 16 inches or R49. The higher the R value, the better the insulation's ability to keep heated air from escaping, which keeps you warmer in your home and keeps your energy bill down. To find out exactly how much insulation you should have in your attic, you want to go to energystar.gov. If you go to their website, you can answer a few simple questions about your home's heating system and the climate where you live, and Energy Star is going to calculate the right level of insulation for your part of the country. It's an excellent thing to know, and it's an easy thing to update, and it's a good time of year to do it now. Energystar.gov. I love the Energy Star program because it is one government program that actually works. Oh, This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We are available 24-7, 365 at one 888 Plus, everything we've ever written about home improvement projects is on our website at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.